I just got back from speaking at a conference on how to increase your energy, how to have more energy for the life that you want to live, for the business that you want to run. And it was interesting after the session, people were coming up to me talking about the visualization piece and how much at the end when we visualized what it would feel like, what you would be able to do with all of the extraordinary energy that you've created. That was one of the things that people said ideas were coming to them. They were getting insights on what their goals were, what they wanted to accomplish, how they wanted to build their energy. So that got me thinking, I need to share with you how to evaluate not just your energy, but how to evaluate your wellness as we're coming to the end of 2023. This is a time of year that you're busy with family, you're busy with fun in a good way. You've got parties going on, but it's also a time that everyone, myself included, seems to kick back a little bit and do some reflection and some preparation. So that's what we're going to do today. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author. And I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. The first thing you want to do when you are reflecting and preparing is look at where you are right now in your wellness. So don't think about 2024 yet, but think about where you are in your wellness in 2023. First thing with this, I'm going to give you some hints on how to do this from what I talk about in my very first sessions when I have a new client and we're discussing what they want in their wellness, where they want to go, and assessing where they are currently. The first thing that you want to do is ask yourself, what are the important areas for me? And I'm going to read this out. Well, not read it verbatim, but give you an idea of some of the things as you're taking notes with this to be thinking about to reflect on. On a scale of one to five, five, the, five being I'm not interested in this at all, not a big thing for me all the way up to a five, this is really, really important to me. How interested are you in the following wellness parameters, wellness categories? Weight management, general health, decreasing joint pain, anti-inflammatory, healthy aging, improved sleep, decreased disease risk. This is more of a long-term view versus immediate, so decreased disease risk increased energy for right now, which was what I was speaking on at that conference, mental wellness, diet mentality, your relationship with food, which is something we talk about a lot here on this podcast. So as you think about those wellness categories, how interested are you in those things or not? And it's going to vary. Every client I have has different numbers on all of these. So do that wellness inventory for yourself. You get a good picture of what's important to you, and then you begin to say, throughout this past year, what has been my week routine to support or not support what is important to me? What's your weekend routine? What does that look like? 
you begin asking yourself, especially if something around diet mentality or relationship with food is important to you, when you're drained at the end of the day, what are your go-to foods? Do you have things that you just, you automatically head toward without even thinking to try to boost your energy up? Other questions to reflect on, how often do you eat when you're not hungry, when you're bored, when you're stressed, or just because the food is there? How often do you eat multitasking, working on something, driving, watching TV? How often, this one is super important to reveal what your relationship with food is like, how often do you feel guilty or think, I should or should not eat this specific food? How often do you choose to not eat when you are physically hungry? You, you're making yourself go hungry. I'm not talking about fasting, like spiritual fast, but just on a a normal week-by-week -week basis. How often do you eat fast, meaning under 15 or 20 minutes? Because when we're rushing with our food and we're rushing with our eating, that is then saying, okay, I'm not giving myself enough time to fill the fullness and sometimes we overeat. How often are you taking time to meditate or do a gratitude practice or journal? How often are you taking the time either on a daily or weekly basis to get out in the sunshine, to move, to go do something that you enjoy doing as a hobby or with friends, that things that make you laugh? How are, what are you doing to take care of your mental well-being? What are you doing to take care of your physical well-being? What are you doing on a regular basis over the past year? And what have you been doing periodically sometimes, and I really encourage you be honest with yourself on this and put some numbers to it. I found this out many years ago when I was working at Vanderbilt. I would have um, new members come into our medical fitness facility, and one of the questions that we asked was about their alcohol intake. With that, it was funny where people would say, oh, you know, I rarely, I rarely drink. But then when I would press and get an actual number, it would be every other night that they would be having three or four drinks. In their mind, that was rarely. Once we got numbers to it, it became different. Or if somebody said, you know, I work out on occasion. Well, what does an occasional workout look like for you? How many, how many times a week, a month, and so forth? Well, you know, it might be once every six weeks. For what their goals were, that was not enough. So don't just say occasional or rarely or sometimes. Put some numbers to it, and this is not judging at all. When you are reflecting, this is not about, I did good, I did bad, pat yourself on the back or beat yourself up. This is just about, in a non-judgmental way, at least as much as you can, a non-judgmental way to say, how did I do? Because that gives you ideas of where you can do something different to get different results. This is, none of this is a moral issue. Food is not moral. Exercise is not moral. Taking care of yourself and your well-being is not moral. It's just helpful when you do that. The next big question to ask, overarching question to ask, is what are the challenges that I faced? Because maybe you had, at the beginning of this year, full intention to exercise four days a week go for a walk outside in the sunshine or go to the gym or take a Zumba class or whatever it might be. Maybe you had even planned on training for a race or changing things in your nutrition or sleeping better or whatever it was. 
let's look realistically at what challenges did you face. I remember there was a time that I had some pretty big goals in my own personal wellness, and lo and behold, I ended up with a, both in the same year, a medical issue as well in my whole body, as well as an eye issue that had me on some very high-dose steroids. That completely shifted how I felt, how I functioned. It was not a pretty season for me. It created some challenges, so I had to put on the back burner some of my other wellness goals, take care of that, and then I could get back into it. So for you, have you been, maybe you've been not only working, but going back to school at the same time. Somebody at the conference I was at today, that was their scenario. They were working on their master's and working full-time, been there, done that. I get how much effort and energy that that takes and how it constricts the normal way that you would take care of yourself. You can still find ways, but it has to get a little bit more creative with that. So as you reflect, look at what challenges did you face and what challenges did you overcome? I mean, pat yourself on the back for that. What challenges were you able to overcome? Speaking of patting yourself on the back, that is number three. The big overarching reflection of number three is what have you gotten stronger in what has gotten easier? As you are forming wellness habits, the intent of a habit is that it gets easier and easier. You don't have to think about it as much. It is more automatic. So what has gotten easier for you over this year? That you can let off the, you know, let off the pedal a little bit. You don't have to focus on it quite as much now. And so now you can begin feeding in, focusing on additional wellness habits. Which brings me to the fourth big question, and that is, what is important to you now? What end goal is important to you now, as well as what wellness habits are important to you now that you want to build? So that initial list that I gave of anything from weight management, diet mentality, stress management, um, anti-inflammatory, all of those things. As you look at that list, as you reflect on that list, which of the ones are most important to you right now in this season? You're not saying that all of them are not important. You're not saying that some of them will never be important if it's not important right now. But which ones are important to you right now? Is this a change in your wellness goals? Has there been a change from 2023 now going into 2024? If there is, then you need to lean into how do you get there? And of course, that's what all these episodes are about. That's what my coaching is about with my clients is, okay, we know what the goals are. Now, how do we get there? But the first step of how do we get there is knowing where we're going. So take the time during this season where it's pretty easy to reflect back on the year and prepare for next year. Go through these questions. I'm going to read them to you one more time, high level. So you've got them written down and take, even if it's a half hour, take some time to really reflect on this and it's going to catapult your wellness in 2024. So first is an inventory of what is important to you and where you are right now with different activities related to that. Number two is what have been some challenges that have come up and that you've overcome or that you're still facing? Number three is what habits, what wellness habits have gotten easier for you? What has become more of a habit? And then number four is what is important to you right now? Has there been a change in your wellness goals to something new 
and let's dive in to getting those wellness goals to the another level to another level for you where it does become easier. Let me know what your wellness goals are for 2024. If you've already done this reflection or after you do this reflection exercise, let me know what your goals are for one. That's going to help me as I create these episodes because I'll know, okay, this is where my listeners are focusing. So let's give some episodes specific to help you along in that. Uh, and it's also going to encourage other people who see that in social media comments of, oh, wow, other people have the same goals that I do. That sense of community really helps. I look forward to talking with you next week as we talk about ways to start moving forward in the new year with our wellness goals. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.